the secret is out. And the secret is we're putting two episodes together because we were busy. So this is the Better Brothers podcast for the Marvel limited series, Secret Invasion, episodes two and three. And they both have names, and I'll leave those to Joel. And I'm Jerry Bennett. And I'm Joel Bennett. Yes, we're talking about Secret Invasion yet again. I believe you started the last podcast off about a secret. (laughs) Just so you know. Even if you didn't, it's still funny. I think you did. The episodes Promises and Betrayed. We're going to talk about them, spoil them, uh, things we like, things we didn't like, where the series is going, our theories, our furies. (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna do it go to facebook.com slash bennett brothers podcast or send us an email bennett brothers podcast at gmail.com if you would like to join the conversation i think we're just gonna dive right into it i know it's been a little bit since we uh talked about it uh jerry was out of town so we this is what we do we do this on our free time which we don't have much of but here we are we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about the first episode promises uh, Promises takes place right after the previous episode ended. We, I want to make a correction because I knew I was wrong about something. I thought Fury was taken away by uh, by Talos at the end, leaving Maria Hill's body, but he was not. He was actually taken away uh, by uh, some of the Russian agents, Russian military police. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I don't know. KGB, are they, are they a thing still? I have no idea what's going on here. No, no, no. So but so he wasn't taken away by Talos. He was taken by that. But then eventually Talos does come in and rescues him. So I wanted to make that correction because uh, I knew I mentioned that in the last podcast. And I but apologize no. for the entire Bennett Brothers uh, organization for that. I apologize for all you people having to hear him. See, I like to admit when I'm wrong, Jerry. He's never wrong. I'm never wrong. You almost made me go into a Trump invitation. Never apologize. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. So. No time. No time. Before we get into it, Jerry, what did you think of this first episode here, Promises? I thought the first 20 minutes where Indy was was in World <laughs> War II. No, no, not that one. Okay. That podcast is coming. Yes. For the patrons. And then eventually for everybody else. I thought episode two. Well, we're talking about both. I, I thought both episodes. I'll generalize. Let's talk about the first one first. I don't want to. I want to okay. talk about episode four that hasn't even come out yet. Okay, fair enough. All right, no. Again, it's hard for me to differentiate because they're both, they're all in the same window. They're not, nothing's standing out like, oh my God, that one episode yet out of three episodes. Not that like an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or a procedural where it they have feels, different episodes. It feels week. like in one director I think you said this, doing it. I think it, you talked feels... about this the last, uh, I think you've talked about this a couple of the previous Marvel shows, how it's just one long movie. Yeah, yeah. As to I mean, it, it, it feels that way in a good way. And again, it's also, this isn't a nine episode like She Hulk. She Hulk had a lot of episodes. I shouldn't say a lot. It had more than this, and they felt and, more episodic. Yes. This feels like Versus, one story. Uh, Ms. Marvel was def- felt like one gigantic story. I can't I can't pick out individual episodes per se. I mean, there was with her going to India and stuff, mm-hmm. but no, I thought this was really good, and I, I, I it's it, this is all about revealing mysteries as we go, and this is a show that's going to have us question so much. I think to the point where we're going to be questioning it way more because we have this time. We're going to be like, it's this and it's that. And we're going to find it at the end. Sometimes it's just the simpler answer. But man, you know. I hope. I Don't hope let me forget. I have a theory out. about the end of this show that I've not read anywhere else. But I have a theory about how it could end with a big surprise. A surprise super cameo that no one knows about in the final episode that I could be way off. Tony Stark wasn't Tony Stark when he snapped. No, 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 I'm no, Iron no, Man. No, that was actually a scroll. No, no. <laughs> uh, it, it's going to be somebody who's going to be the person who saves the day at the end of the entire show and will lead into Captain America, Captain America Brave New World and Thunderbolts. 
It's okay. theory. It's only theory. So you can take it for whatever, but I think it's a real good one. So Okay. Okay. What did you think of episode two or well, Android I mean, three? I can't. Episode two is automatically great because it has Shooter McGavin in it. So that's that's in itself makes the episode great. It was great to see Shooter. You mean you mean the the one of the T birds from Grease two? <laughs> yeah, Christopher McDonald. Yes. What a, like everyone, I don't know who any of those actors are, and he just stands out like a sore thumb. Like there he Chris is. Chris McDonald has I'm been in a though. billion. Oh, things. he has. Yeah. I mean, but I think I feel oh, Thelma and Louise quiz show. Uh, I think Secret Invasion. Or, uh, I'm sorry. I think Happy Gilmore is his most memorable role. Grease yeah, two. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. He's going prowling. Walk, talk like a T bird. <laughs> no, I I really enjoyed this episode. I'm enjoying the show a lot. I this is going to be another one of those shows though that I'm hoping because because right now it feels like it feels like uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right? There's there's these rebels who want to blow up things and start violence everywhere and we got to come together to stop them right same it's almost the same premise in a mm-hmm. lot of ways just different rebels at this point i'm hoping the show has more mystery layered onto it like i'm hoping there is oh that person was a scroll right now i mean i will i will say that after watching these two episodes i'm less inclined to believe talos is a bad guy we talked about oh that mm-hmm. would be a great thing and that would be a big surprise after these two episodes i was like Man, it'd be really hard to make him the bad guy at this point. That would be a double, triple, quadruple bluff. But I kind of want that. But at this point, the one big bluff that we should really want is that Nick Fury knows what's going on the whole time, right? Like, he's as these episodes go on, his beard gets shorter. Yes, yes. Like, I I want him to be... He gets taller. I don't know how he's doing that. I I want him to be the, like... He really knows everything that's going on. So much so that Maria Hill comes back and he's like, I'm glad we put that double out there, that LMD out there for you or something. Because I think well, this I have is a theory. the episode. I have a theory about that, which relates to how episode three ends. Well, yeah, we definitely talk about that because that's a... Uh... So what I thought was interesting yeah. about this episode was right off the back, we started in 1995 and we're getting another de-aged Samuel Jackson, which I think works incredible. Until he starts walking around like a like a, a, a seventy five year old man, they just need a but body overall, double. Overall, it, it's just it's just but his the aging but, yeah, though, it looks perfect. It looks perfect. Perfect. It yeah. was really good in Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, and I think it's if it's if it's anything, it's it's better. Is he the best you've seen de aged? Out of all the de agents we've I, had, I don't nah. know. Michael Douglas is pretty good. Yeah, Michael in, Douglas is really good uh, in Captain Ant-Man. Marvel. No, was it Ant Man? Ant Man nope. and Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Yes. But he wasn't wasn't he de aged in Captain Marvel? He no. was, uh, I thought he was in. Oh, you're right. You're right. Phil Coulson was, and that um, one didn't look as good. Yeah, I just I he, I think Samuel Jackson might be the best. Looks really freaking good, and I'm looking hard. Too. Oh, you were just looking at one uh, a yeah. couple hours ago mm-hmm. when you watched uh, yeah, Indiana yeah, Jones yeah. and not, the Dial that one's of Destiny. Not as good. <laughs> I disagree. I thought it was incredible. But that we're saving that for our podcast for our patron listeners out there. You need to become a patron listener. How do you become a patron listener, Jill? Commercial uh, right in the middle. Yeah, right in the middle. Patreon.com slash Better Brothers Podcast. And you just got to donate. Donate a buck. One dollar, you get all of them. And we're going to have a new podcast up there exclusively talking about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Because we both just saw it. I saw it yesterday. He saw it today. And sparks are going to fly. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it started in 1995. This is right after, this is still right after Captain Marvel, the time period of Captain Marvel. Then the cuts to Brixton, London in 1997. So two years have gone by and we're seeing Fury's building his Skrull agent and network. Got, and he's got the patch. Yes. He needs that patch. Like he looks oh, so yeah. cool with that patch. You know what? I also think it helps the de-aging when you only have to do one eye. Doesn't hurt. 
doesn't hurt. Wear sunglasses and everything looks right. good. Well, we're introduced to a female scroll called Vara, uh, and she brings in a very young Ga- Gravik, who we find out a little bit about his backstory because he was a child who was parents were killed by the Cree. And by the way, Va- Vara here, I heard online like people didn't realize at the end that I, and I was like, I'm like, it looks exactly. It's the same actress. I mean, I guess I was really looking at it, but I listened to one podcast that didn't even see it. I'm like, blew me away how stupid the Priscilla is. What he calls her at the end of the episode. It's a different name. That maybe yeah. that's why. Uh, fun fact. Fun. Uh, uh, Charlene Woodard, who plays who's that actress, who's Fury's wife, played his mother in Unbreakable. So fantastic, fantastic. That's <laughs> good. Ever playing his mother, doing that's wife. really good. That's good. That's the only kind of that's good information. And they were on Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> that's an old throwback to you, Benner Brother. I just finished listeners. watching. There's only two episodes left of Mayans. I'm okay. Well, next I'm se- next season, the Grim Bastards. It's gonna be a tough. Well, have you watched all the Vikings? No, I haven't watched any of the new stuff. Okay, so yeah, I'm far ahead of it. You, know, you have no <laughs> idea what happens. Never. <laughs> no time. No time. <laughs> We haven't talked to each other in a while. Oh, yes. It's been almost 20 hours. Uh, so we find out that actually Gravik had piloted a ship of his own and made it to Earth. Eric thinks he'd be a good fit for their network and wants Fury to talk to him. And this is where we actually get our first kind of look. Uh, it kind of helps solidify how the Skrulls greet themselves, which was in the movie Captain hey, but- Marvel. But <laughs> in the movie, but it wasn't like called out. No. I think what they did was they saw that and they said, oh, we can tie yeah. into that. Because I remember when the first time we see... Fury do that to Talos. I was like, oh wow, they must have, they must have gone through some stuff. Like we, mm-hmm. we're seeing this, like you don't see Fury close to anybody, and you go, holy cow! And then I'm like, oh, that's just a handshake. Yeah. So maybe they're not as close me, as I thought. Can I um, let me let me follow uh, follow up on that point? This is actually getting to the next episode, but that I'm following Jerry's lead on this. The when you watch the two of them together, there is so much subtext and so much really good acting because. They've been friends for 30 years. So Minus they can, five years during the blip. Sure, they can get away with doing a lot of stuff. So if it feels like, hey, what's going on? Like, that's okay because they understand each other. They can yell at they each other. They were in the war they together. Can, the they, can do, they can do stuff with each other that may, like you can see the 30 years. And that's actually pretty hard to do. Usually it's like this person knows this person and you're following the relationship. We we saw them at the beginning, and now we're seeing them 30 years later. And I think that's a really cool. They're doing a really good job writing that. Really yeah. good. So obviously, Gravik is very thrown back by it. But then Fury gives another speech there saying, you know, we're going to help you, me and, me and Carol Danvers. We're going to do this. See Gravik kind of light up. He kind of looks, you know, we kind of see, we see um, Gaia over there as a young child. Uh, we also see Talos' wife. Uh, and the actress, we see her what she looks like without makeup, and then she, you know, once she once she loses it, I don't think she's dead. That seems like why, unless we're gonna have a flashback where we see her killed. I feel well, like we that know she's is alive happen. at the end of yeah, far from home, far from home. Yeah, I would also, I've I read this someplace and I completely forgot. Talos and his wife they go off on a, like a two year mission to find a planet on by themselves, and they don't find anything. Here's the, I'm gonna ask this question right now because I think this is a general question I have for you. So. The the scrolls are on the planet at this at that point. Not a million of them. Let's say you know. Let's say let's be generous. Say a thousand, if it's even that many. Mm-hmm. And Fury's like, listen, you guys help me here, and I will help you find a planet. And they obviously we know that they help them for twenty plus years, and then they haven't found the planet yet. So is that a reason to murder the entire human race? Or is Gravik jumping a little too much here? Like, well, you didn't help me, so I have to murder the whole human race. I have to take this planet for ourselves. Does that seem 
like a like a reach. Like oh, he's yeah. like unless we don't have all the information. Well, I think it's explained. I, I, I think it's explained in the Secret Council how they how uh, the these guys are all in prime power minister. Too. I think where she was like, "Hey, what we we are warlike to begin with. This is what we do." And the older ones have learned that they got they got their asses handed to them by the Kree, but the younger ones don't know that. Like they they're like they still want war, and so this is what this is what their first go to is. And I think that's what okay, that, I think that helps. That helps nicely. I think said. I think it was really I think it was really well done when she explained that because these are they're they're warlike they're a warlike race. So and also we see that the Skrull Brogan, who's pretending to be the American, is arrested by the Russians because he's basically going to be playing this role down the road and. Mm-hmm. La 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 la. So we get the opening credits again, and then it's the train sequence where uh, they're looking for Fury, and then we have the whole Talos Fury Loved scene, it. which was good. But it also seemed again, it gets the reveal that there are a million of them in here, and Fury's Fury brings up a really good point. Like you know, we don't even get along with ourselves. We're all gonna not get along with a million. Another race, yeah. And clearly, the <laughs> Skrulls want to look like themselves. They, even though you know, so you know the flaw in that though. How's the uh, new Asgard doing? Oh, they're doing great. That other, that other race, that other species, they're doing great. Well, they're gods and they look like humans. I know, I guess that's if that's oh, what that, it's... That, 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 that tracks, though. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, his oh, argument is like, we can't handle another uh, species. And it's like, you already are handling another species. In fact, it's a tourist destination. We've seen this in Thor Love and Thunder. Um, I do think that Fury was like, get off the train after the middle of the conversation. Translation on the TV show Lost. We can't talk as we walk for two hours and explain everything. So we have to leave now as opposed to us having this conversation continuing because the conversation would have then ended and they're like, okay, we, we talked it through. So they wanted to like, like he goes, get off the train right now. That that was just a story structure thing where they, they couldn't Fair. go too much. Fair. But I'm going to go back to what I said before. That's a almost 30 year relationship that they can yell at each other and do that kind of thing and come back together. Which my, we see them actually My son do, Jason so. like to throw out, you know, because the destruction of their home planet, you know, Skrullos. It's like, you know, we're humans. We live on the planet Humanod. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, it's, what is that? It's like, it's the name of it. Well, technically, we live on Terra. And we're Terrans. Terrans. Do you, do you refer to yourself as a Terran a lot? All the time, Jerry. Now, I'm not. I watch Battlestar Galactica. As opposed to being an Earth, as opposed to be an Earthling on Earth. Actually, now that I think about it, jo- Jason was, was totally wrong. This, that makes total sense. It tracks. It tracks. Wow, shocking. Jason's Next thing you know, Martians are going to be Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they had the whole conversation, mm-hmm. and we have the whole sequence coming up with Colby. I'm um, sorry, Maria Hill's mother, Elizabeth, yeah. who's played by Juliet Stevenson. Yeah, this this felt a little out of casket, and they're and they're 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 in England, not in Russia. They got the body to England, and then from England, they're going to take it to America. Yeah. You, you caught that, which yeah. I guess it was easier to get it to England on American uh, an Air Force base as opposed to sending it there. But we have this sequence. Maybe I, I'm, I'm I'm guessing this scene is put in here to help us truly believe that Maria Hill is dead because they're showing the devastation on her mom. Mm-hmm. You know, again, again, yeah, again. Every a, every conversation here should be stressed with unless she's a scroll. Well, that's just because <laughs> this is a you know, I, and I know you hate the term, but it's a it, it it's a catalyst for Nick Fury because Nick Fury goes sees her mom and her mom's like, "You better make her death mean something." And now he has to go out there and do his job. And it's You're like, talking about the same way they fridged Phil Coulson in Avengers. Does that count as yeah, a fridge well, too? That, or that does count. I mean, technically, that does count but, as a fridge. Uh, see, you're stealing. A, you're stealing a female 
uh, term. It's supposed to only be for but women. That was more so it's of different. A, oh, yeah, when, when they killed him and then Sam Jackson or Nick Fury goes, they needed the push. It's the exact same thing, sure. but it doesn't get called out because it's a guy and that's that's weak. That's why I, I don't I don't that's buy a fa- that. That's, a, that's a fair argument. I just... Okay, so it's a Phil Coulson. Then, they, then they're doing the same story again, where Maria Hill had to die. Like or Phil as Coulson we like to call it, to most fictional stories. Gee, I hope. What's going to give Luke Skywalker a push? Maybe killing off Obi Wan Kenobi and blowing up. You know, no, Obi Wan Kenobi Alderaan. is the Alderaan's wise planet. man. The wise man in Alderaan, the, the planet Alderaan. The, uh, the hero's journey. He meets the wise man, takes him into a myst- uh, magical world, and he leaves him so he can go on his I will, journey. On I will own. call out twenty different That's things right, right. No, you're now. Right. You're one hundred percent right. It's a guy getting I just, killed. I just really hope that Maria Hill. They, it's a, it's a, it's she's not gone. Yeah, because you know I what? think that would be if, if she's gone, she's gone. If she's fair. not, she's not. I just look think at, it would look be at a what's, her, what's her name on Agents of Shield? Uh, the character with the purple in her hair, which was from the comics, Marie and I like that. Hand, not Maria Hand, not Maria Hand, but Hand, Victoria. Yeah, Hand. Victoria Hand. Thank you. Well, well done, uh, Victoria. And I was like, they killed her off. Like, oh, because she's such a cool character in the books. But yeah, they killed her in the books. But you know, she can come so back. I'm, multiverse, I'm, I, multiverse. That's fine. That's fine. If she if she's still alive, that's fine. I just. Want even? I, I wish it would. I like. I want the. Joel, you can either have Maria Hill back or uh, Chris Evans as uh, Steve. Well, that's, that's, that's silly. <laughs> well, okay. He's like that's silly. Maria Hill. Would you rather have Maria Hill or um, Schiff? No. Uh, what, what is her name from Thor? Who they did Lady bring Sif? back? Lady Sif. Lady Sif. Thank you. I said Schiff. Lady Sif or Maria Hill? They Lady get, Sif. She has no arm now, though. Ah, she gets the arm from the. Uh, the the giant robot metal armor you'll see it happen it'll happen okay <laughs> so yeah I think that whole scene right there is designed to make us go oh she's really I dead. probably probably you're probably right I'm gonna lower my expectations hope for the twist <laughs> for the twist so apparently in that terrorist attack over two thousand people have been killed with many more probable to happen this is a scale issue with a television show even though this is a very advanced television show it felt like. 17 well, we people. A, yeah, we didn't see a thousand I, you, people. You, you, don't, you don't get an aerial shot. You don't, yeah, there, there was a little bit of that, but that's fine. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with, it, with yeah. that, but I've heard that, you know, I've heard that issue too. And we get to our sequence where he meets the inner council, like we talked about. Well, hold, first, before that, we see all these council people in news, like yes, on the news. It's a it's montage. A montage. Yes. And I didn't, I didn't see this coming. UK, it was the really NATO cool, Secretary though, that they General. did this. It was really cool that they, like, showed us this montage because I'm like, oh, look, at this is a, they're making this a world thing. And then it's like, yeah, these are also bad people. Uh, fun fact, uh, the news program, uh, I don't have it in front of me, it's like GGR or something like that, Is was made a premiere in, I believe, uh, Daredevil, the Netflix show, was the premiere of that okay. news organization. Well, I have to find it. No, no, we're going to move on. No. We're moving on. No, we're moving on. on. No, on. I don't. Oh. I'm not doing anything different. Well, I was waiting for you to tell me what happens next. Well, they all get the council together, and the council all. Well, first of them... all, Guy also drives Garrett Gravick there, and she's kind of qu- she's questioning him about how does Fury know, and he said, yeah, "I wasn't sure." Here's the thing with with Gaia, and J- Joel, tell me if I'm wrong in this. This is a situation where because we know she's a double agent or a triple agent, every time she has a, a question, and this happens more in the third episode when she's talking with Gravick, there's always like an a, an extra lingering one or two shot on the other person to make you go like. Oh, they're suspecting it, and then before they go, okay, it's not, and it's it it it's it's a it's a trope that is done in fiction that I'm kind of tired of. Like, oh, we know he's an agent, so now everybody well, has to look for an extra. The camera has to hold for a couple extra seconds. They go, okay, you can well, go that's, in now. That's like when people want to lie to something. We need to lie to this person, uh, and 
I'll, I'll talk, like, and then I'm doing this. Like, you clearly are lying. I don't, I don't understand. And I don't know how that still works. They they must be, when Hollywood is making these films in television shows, they're going, listen, people are dumb, so we got to make it really, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, of course I'm I'm telling the truth. And it's like, it's unless it's a blatant comedy, yeah, it, it, that, that's awful. Uh, FXN is the news network, and it was in Daredevil, so Connections. I am going to edit that You know out. I love Connections. I'm editing it out. I love when this happened. Wait till they bring in Cloak and Dagger. Go on. No one's bringing back Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> no, so you get the Runaways better than that. Uh, they can, they can, okay. <laughs> so basically, he becomes the the Gravik becomes the leader. The leader. Yeah. The one person stands out. She has that statement you talked about how we were war, war like race. So she's uh, she, they're not going to kill her, which is nice, Shocking. I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only so. I many. thought she was going to die, but it's hard. I mean, you start killing you off can't kill off the prime minister. Well, here's England. a question. Like, come, you can't just like. Do so, a question that. to you about that because, like, you know, like, with, with, considering their planet is gone, you would think you would think that every scroll life would mean something, and that's why they didn't kill her off. And I bought that in that situation. Why do they kill the other scroll later on, the one uh, who's masquerading as American? Because they're trying to. It's a military thing, I guess. It it that it just made he did his job. Yeah, I don't know. That being said, there's there's a million of them, so it's not like it's. Only a thousand. There's a million of them, so that their lives are not as worth as much. The more you have, I guess, which is a terrible thing to say, but so anyways, I'm trying to give you answers. No, too. no, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> um, a scroll called Shirley. Uh, is that the name? Yes, you can't be serious. See, yes, no, serious. I am. But that's also the one that talks to Talos to set up the meeting so they can have a. Uh, uh, was that wasn't it called detente, or when they have a. Yeah, when, I, when now they, I know now exactly. The word just yeah, because you me. put me on the spot and I don't know the word off the top of my head. I know what the word is, but I don't. Yes, a quid pro quo. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, squid pro pro. <laughs> uh, but we get that Talos sequence, which was heavy played in the commercials. I think it's interesting because they, we don't know Gaia's position at this point because you watched the last episode and she's like i'm gonna point this out and they point it out and the bags are empty and the bombs go off anyway so like wait a minute so guy is working for you know uh guy it's is a working, little confusing a little yeah, murky he's working for gravic but then this next episode like you're like wait a minute who's she working for it, it is who is she working for she's clearly working for nick fury that's um when we get i'm, I'm trying to go through some of this real fast we see that gravic was talking to Pagon, which is one of the scrolls, and oh, we're yeah. talking about the mysterious DNA so samples. And we find out that they're working on something called the harvest where the scientists need for them to work. Which do you want to talk about that sequence? Just talk about that the super like, scroll? Well, yeah, the super scroll, which we see on a computer screen yeah. when Guy is looking at it. And yeah, it's clearly taking. I love that, that they're actually, they, they show you the people, uh, the four, there's, four, four there, there's, there's, there's Groot, which is Mr. Fantastic. There's Obsidian, uh, Cole Obsidian, which is the thing, but I mean the, the power. And then there was Extremis. two other ones, yeah, Extremis, which, which is your human torch. And, and then, then somehow the, the, the animal from the, from Asgard or from the, pla- oh yeah, an Asgardian thing. Yes. Yeah, that has nothing to do with it. Well, didn't that creature, didn't that, couldn't that creature, uh, maybe I'm breaching like it was able to be camouflaged. Loki can turn invisible. But Loki was taught that by his mother to be a witch. So that doesn't count for uh, for ice ice baby. Yes, that's yeah. good. Oh, I'm sorry that you were singing the song. Well done. Okay, so in the sequence where Talos is talking to Gravik in that place, and obviously we have that reveal where all the other scrolls are around him, which is well done played. Why? I know why. I want to say. I want to go. Okay, I want to go back why to that. did when Talos does that, all of them quickly turn into versions of him when they've kind of established in the show that 
because this opens up a whole Pandora's box as far as like, oh, anybody could be one of these people versus they try to stay away from that. Why didn't they all just reveal themselves, show their scroll faces because they're all in there anyways. Obviously, it's more expensive to have a bunch of people in costumes. But let me put know, this. Maybe I just I think answer my own from, question. From they, they say sometimes you can only you have to kill someone or you have to see someone. You have to get to know someone. Oh, there's, there's, well, levels just, of tra- you, there's levels of training. Obviously, if you're going to portray somebody and try to take over somebody else's position or job, then yes, you need to know their their mind cycle mm-hmm. and everything. But the other thing is, I could just look at you and just appear I like think you. The, they the, they established I, that in Captain Marvel when the, they land on the planet yes. and he looked like he was dressed like the surfer girl down I, the, there. Be, the more, I think the longer you've been around, the better you are at shape. I just wondered, like... The, way, the fact that they all transformed to that was a cheaper way of doing could, it. Yeah, that's fine. Fine. Let me go back to the uh, Super Scroll, the the four pieces. Where did they all come from, right? So Groot probably left a piece of him in Infinity War. Oh, easily. Easily. And Call Obsidian. They got uh, that arm. In Avengers Endgame, probably. Yeah. Well, they had that. He gets, Remember, he gets his arm cut off by yes. Wong. I think that's in, oh, yeah, in Wong, by Wong in New York. That's right. Infinity War. Um, Extremis is Extremis. Extremis yes. is such a fascinating one because we obviously got more Extremis in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but if we don't count and, that, and, and supposedly we do, Stark cured them too. We that's, do, why, that's why he was able to save well, Pepper yeah, Potts' can, life. Uh, Extremis, we saw again, uh, I believe it was in briefly Shang, in Shang Chi. Shang Chi, yeah, one of the fighting. And then pits. obviously the creature running around, and we did see the aftermath of that was that was Thor Dark World, and we did see the aftermath of Thor Dark World in Agents of Shield. Remember yeah, they went and clean, cleaned it up. Yeah, they, they had a broom. That. They had a broom that it was. We were, they were like, he, he whoever holds this broom, if they prove yeah. worthy. But the best part about that was look at the movie just because we had the Captain America. No, uh, this was before I know, Captain America. This was this was the first. It was we saw the Captain America one, and then there was a the Thor Dark World one. What do you mean we saw the Captain America? So one? we had that we had the episode. Of Cap- oh, yeah, you're right. I'm right. Thor was before Captain America yes. Winter Soldier. Yes. It came out yeah. in November, and then uh, I remember Winter Soldier was like, oh, it's going to cross over. It's going to be this. And then you see the Thor Dark World across. And we're over, like, and like, that's it. They'll never get it. And then they do the Winter yeah. Soldier, and like, it's the greatest the thing greatest of all time. greatest combination Let's between watch the show on Tuesday, go to the theater on Friday, and then come back and still play. Oh, God. Remember that, Jerry? How cool that was? Yes. Oh, it changed. It was, I wish they, they never did it that good again. Ever. Well, it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever, whatever. No time. Okay. Uh, let's jump over to James Rhodes meeting Fury and that whole sequence there, great. which was great. I guess it's the first time, first time that met. they've ever, not just the characters, but those two actors. Yeah, it was great. So here's a question I've heard, because obviously there's a lot of subtext in what they're saying. Not even subtext, just text talking about, you know, basically saying, you know, not only where they've risen in power, but also being two black men rising mm-hmm. in power and everything. And it has that gravitas and the importance in that statement. Now, if Rhodey turns out to be a scroll. Does that cut away from that? But, that but, but if they do, if it does, does that cut away from that scene? Because you're saying that it's not an actual black man going through it, but a green scroll. I mean, I'm just saying that I, I, I don't think so. I don't, but I've heard bad. that argument. No, that's not bad. That's, I mean, I, I, that that does get rid of the argument a little bit. But I'm I'm fine with Rhodey's a scroll. I think that's interesting too. But well, I don't think he is. I really don't. You Even saw though, what happened at the end of episode three, right? As far as when, when Avara she gets on the phone, and is that him? Yes. But is he also like? That's a, John Cheadle's voice. Is it Don Cheadle's voice? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Well, maybe. And she was. Well, you're, he goes. Well, you're talking. What a, to what me a terrible now. reveal if that's the case. We don't know. That's just exactly. the whole point. It so could that's be, it why could I don't be. think he's a scroll because I think they're trying to push you to think he's a scroll, and I don't think he's a scroll. Otherwise, why would you reveal he's a scroll over a phone? Because you're like, oh, because I caught it. Is that bad? Stupid. I think it would be a bigger reveal if it was like. He was a scroll. Yeah, they won't waste the reveal like that. 
<laughs> I would be shocked if yeah. they were vacant. I did like the last here because obviously Fury's not going to get taken in by them, even though Rhodey said that he volunteered to do this. Uh, Fury's telling Rhodey, I'm Nick Fury. Even when I'm out, I'm in. Yeah. Which is a great line. We get to Sonya. gets fired. Sonya, who gets there and tortures the scroll, that whole sequence there, where she gets that information. She's obviously extremely dangerous and. You, the, you know, and she knows it's gonna happen. By the way, I was sad that they killed off that that R- Russian boss because he was hilarious. No, he was really good. <laughs> you just get upset and everything. Oh, Jared, I was laughing when they killed him off. I don't think he was the one that was hung on the meat hook, but no, he wasn't. It was a great fight scene. Yeah, and I think I mean I kind of think that kind of covers it, and then that brings us to obviously she escapes out of that thing, and, and what did and she they, get? What's that? What is what, what? What did she get out of him? What did she get out of him? Uh, I don't remember. That's well, obviously it's proof. You know, when they cuts the finger off, which was interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I forgot. She gave inform. He gave information. He gave information yeah. to her. Oh, where they're located. Yes. Wasn't that it? Something like that. Yes. I just don't remember. Eh, that's fine though. I saw this two weeks ago, so <laughs> it's been a minute. That's unimportant. And then we get the final moment, which is the big shocking moment where we see Fury has got a car, and he drives a car. So that's the big shocking moment. Yeah. No, he gets the car, and uh, we find he out that he's home. been married to a Skrull, who is the same actress earlier, uh, Charlene Woodward, Woodard, uh, not to be confused with Warlene Shuddard. She asks him, wow. <laughs> uh, we see that they have the ring, and we're like, oh my God, they're married, and boom, that's how Man, it she ends. Goes all the, she was in Hair, the 1979 Hair. Yes. Oh, she was in Mayfair Witches, too. Oh, yeah, that's her. So that brings us to the end of that episode. I'm just looking here ahead to see if there was any particular Easter eggs that stood out. And I think we covered everything. Oh, they, oh, they do mention about the Avengers a little bit. That he's 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 aware. Gravik is aware of them. She was also. Uh, oh, there was also mentions when they're talking about the Million Skrulls. They mentioned Emperor Drogue, D R O G G E, who is the Emperor of the Skrulls on the whole planet. So his, he is, yeah, I believe that's the drop. second time that's been mentioned in the MCU. Yes, we also got a re- mention about Alexander Pierce and Hydra, which that's a really good question. So Fury has this team of Skrulls who work for him. How did he not know about Hydra? How did the Skrulls Hydra's not that get good? How did they not? At that point, he, at that point he, only sc- had, he only had 10 Skrulls working. Well, he had like 19, I think they or said. It was, it was something small. But, I think but that's, that's at the beginning. But over the years, he got, I guess it's one of those things where like Hydra, there's there's a question of how did they, who could be posing as anyone, not stumble upon it. But I guess it's possible, so we have to let it go. Groot. Uh, oh, yeah, the Frost Beast. <gasps> well, here's the thing. That, 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 that Asgardian creature was a Frost Beast. Frost Beast. Yeah. And because Loki... Oh no, he's a frozen. Loki, he learned that from his fr- mom. He learned it from his mom. So, unless that's a fr- yeah, yeah I, mean, we, I guess we don't see the frost creatures doing it. Yes. So scroll wife, boom, yeah. All right, so that takes us to episode three, which is called Betrayed. And Joe, tell us everything we need to know about this. This one, this one is a shorter episode. It's a running time of less than forty minutes. Shortest installment oh, yeah, so well, far. Oh yeah, pretty short. Which is a shame. Show goes by fast, no matter what. Yeah. Well, this was a Talos and Nick Fury become like showing their I, I love this episode we get a flashback to 1998 where we see his first kind of seeing vara dressed as a human form which mm-hmm. i guess they de-aged her too yes they did so it was another de sequence looked all great. works good yeah no yeah looked great well she's one of the ones where i don't know the actress for well so you like i don't well, know she's if they, been in, I, i'm Jerry, just saying they could have easily had her be that look and then put old lady you, makeup you have on her seen now her in so many things oh, don't including go the list. leftovers yeah she was in leftovers for a couple episodes you didn't watch Blacklist, so. Her human persona is Priscilla. Terminator Sarah, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Uh, you're going to go through She was all. Teresa Dyson. 
I am going to go through them all. There's I did like how she talks with Fury about how she he she abandoned he abandoned her twice. Once when he was snapped out of exis- existence after the blip, and then he returns. Then he, he went to space. Out. And they haven't really or tell me if they have have they really explained why he did that? Why he? I know that I know that he was like, oh my god, I lost control and everything. So he ran up there. Unless it's something else. He couldn't stop Thanos. Yeah. And he felt like he let the world down. It seems it doesn't. That's doesn't my only. Track. That's my only. That's track. my only theory. No, I mean it does. It does track in the sense that five years passed, and so he decides I'm just going to go hang up on a satellite up up in space. Yeah. Well, he and he was. Well, we, again, I'm hoping that this is a. There's a larger story here. I mean, he's we, playing the long con. Yes, that's what I'm really hoping. He's the super spy. I think the people that hopefully the per, the people that wrote this show will go. Hey, you know what? Yeah. He's a super spy. He's always in control, except for with Hydra, which, but then he beat Hydra, you know? Uh, Gaia also was given that clearly obvious thing from Gravik about the nuclear submarine attack so that she could pass that on to Talos, which was pretty obvious. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that obviously is a trap that they, they set for her or whoever. Uh, and we also find out that so- uh, Sonia Farnsworth Are you talking from about M6, when, when M- MI6, when she, when she, uh, is she the old man outside? Yes. That you, you can follow it. You can see yeah. when it switches and then you can see the old man in the background who she mm-hmm. copied. Yes. I thought that was really nice. Okay. Let me, let me, uh, I didn't know this and I don't know how many people are listening. I don't know if you know this. The creator of this show, the writer, Kyle Bradstreet, he wrote and executive produced Mr. Robot. A lot of episodes of Mr. Robot. Cool. So... That's a really, really deep show. I don't know if you've ever seen it out there listening. If you've ever, li- Mr. Robot's fantastic, and it's really it's a little heady. bogged down in the third but and second season. That show is layers upon layers upon layers. So I'm hoping that this is the kind of thing that is layer upon layer that we come find out Nick Fury is actually Mr. Robot. Yes, <laughs> it's fantastic. So we find out from uh, MI6's Sonia Farnsworth that she just did find the bug that fury put in her office and yeah. she actually put the little eye she's patch back, on she's him. back in england too yes and we she, he gets a, he gets a little, little he gets a little information from you know fury gets information about the submarine and all that is happening there and obviously they're trying to avert world war three and we see that three scrolls including the new young kid is going With to eventually hat. turn you know they're, they're the ones who are going to implement world war three by having a submarine fire on a plane UN. from the u.n mm-hmm. Joel, I don't know enough about the UN. Do they have their own jet that yeah. has the word giant UN on yes, it? Yes, they do. UN has their own army, like army force. They always wear the blue hat, the blue helmets and Fair everything. Enough. Yeah, no, they have their own everything. I just, I like, I like, the stakes felt weird, right? Like, this felt like it should be a huge thing. They're going to blow up a ship or whatever, a plane. And maybe it's because this episode was short. It didn't feel like the stakes were very huge. Large. Well, we are also watching this, and it's like episode three, and it's like they're not well, they're not going to start World War Three. I mean, they could have blown it up and then still had something happen. So, but yeah, you felt like they were mm-hmm. going to get they're going to get taken care of, but it got it did come down to the wire there a little bit. Yeah. Had you know had shades of uh, Crimson Tide, had shades uh, well, of the Tide. opening, had shades of the Crimson opening Tide of, uh, of the War Games, and War Games has that opening which has the two two guys turn your key, you know, all that. Crimson there. Tide is is one of the most suspenseful movies of all time. That movie's fantastic. Yes, that's why I say I say fantastic a lot. <laughs> that being said. That being said. <laughs> the the way they stop it I thought was really clever. It brought back things from uh, Captain Marvel and the fact that Talos can change his voice and all that kind of stuff. I think that I think that was a really nice touch. 
we get into Fury and Talos's, you know, they had their fallout, and then they kind of come back together, and they have some interesting banter that. through the whole thing, that that, was which great. felt like guys who've been together for thirty years. Right, that's good dialogue. And that's good dialogue, one, good that, acting. This whole sequence, uh, we're going to talk less about this episode because I think we mentioned a lot of the ramifications in this episode previously talking about how he says you know hey we had our whole thing everything that worked for you we did this we did this we did this and it's kind of it kind of is a good in-universe explanation of how nick fury rose and has all of this stuff versus in the comic books the real nick fury is actually from world war ii and he's got he's got he's got the uh the serum in his system, it's a different one, not the silver, and that's why he doesn't age. And so consequently, he's been around so long so that he has built up over time that kind of an organization. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love this car sequence because I don't know if you know this, but uh, Samuel Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn, they actually don't like each other in real life. They 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 hate each other, but you don't what? feel that. I know I'm just messing around. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> I definitely would have read that. And also, they never would have said no, that. No, of course not. But it, the, it seems like they're great friends. It's it's really well done. Especially and why when, am I back here? But, you should be on Brain Patrol. <laughs> no, that's but that's what also what this felt like, right? This felt like a Pulp Fiction scene. They stop World War Three. That whole sequence is fantastic, and obviously, then this. This well here, what happens at the same time all this is happening is Gravik is showing the council, the super the super scroll, a uh, changing machine which mm-hmm. I love to say super scrolls fantastic the name gets called out you know becoming you know a super scroll which is fantastic, and we see that Gaia is there looking at it too. I will tell you right now, Gaia is not dead. Mm-hmm. There's several things that have happened. Let me explain this real fast. When episode one came out, after it came out, they did a video with Nick Fury goes, and now let's talk to the cast and what they think about episode one. And they cut to Maria Hill going, going, what the hell was that? Or something like that. And they just did another one with her, with a Gaia basically going, wow, that was quick. And she goes, almost too quick. Well, And so clearly she's not coming back. Also, you know, she clearly is went, coming back. That's what I'm saying. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if you've watched television, but just commercials when they have a montage of scenes, there's tons of scenes where she's still around. Commercials. Guess what? I know. I know Nick Fury is going back to the way he was because I've already seen the the Marvels, the trailer for the Marvels, yes. and it spoils it. It's like, God dang it! No, yeah. I, but, you know, so, no, for, for, but we didn't mention this before. Uh, Gravik has extremis in him. We see him get stabbed in the hand and all that. And kind guess of stuff. who else does? She was watching them. Oh, yeah, exactly. she's clearly not dead. She's going to have that power. I, I, we'll find that out. We haven't seen it, but she's not. They're not. You're not killing her off. So but she's going to have. I like that they have, have that. extremists. That's really cool. Yes, McGravick has that. He might have more powers too. He so he shoots her, and that's how the episode ends. But she's going to come back because that was established. Oh, throwback to uh, the movie when he knew it wasn't Talos because he's like, no one calls me Nick, and that comes back. That's from Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. So I I did like that as well. Okay, let's talk about that whole scene when they went to get the one guy who was was going to be the one who gives them the code phrase. So the I wasn't sure because initially you see the kid, you know, and the kid was like, "You're going to kill my dad." I was forgetting the fact that I wasn't sure if like, oh wait, is that's he, not his dad, is, is, or I was like, Are the, is the kid a scroll too? I was oh. I was I was out of the and obviously they killed several scrolls outside. Mm-hmm. So Terry killed t- yeah, Talos isn't killing anybody, but eventually he does. He kills this guy, and then we find that this guy is actually the real one still alive, so they can reunite mm-hmm. the dad, which they kind of show, which by showing that, by showing that, that tells you that we're going to see Everett Ross later down the road. He's going to be in there, just like we saw when she walked past, and we saw Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. And, uh, you know, Chris, yeah, what, 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 a great career after golfing. <laughs> I wish 
you want to shoot him again and it ties to Happy Gilmore or something. I eat crap like everybody. You eat crap breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> so this also seems to confirm for us that Gaia is definitely on, quote unquote, the good guy side. Talos' side. Yes, the good guy side. Because she's talking to Talos, because Talos had to call her eventually. He's like, "Yeah, I need you to do this." And but that's what. But then Gravit goes, "Hey, all of this, I wasn't. I don't care about belonging to the plane. This was all just to root out you as a as a spy." So I like that, you know, layers upon layers. Keep it coming. Yeah. Here's the other thing I always have with. And let me ask you this: When you make a show like this, where anybody can transform into anybody, why? When they're running and like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to get caught. Just, I mean, they show it, it works when they want it to, but then other times, why? When like, like well, when she's in the car, with, she she doesn't, she can just turn back into. Well, they did it with anybody when she handed the phone to him and she was the old guy. I know and she walked behind a bus and then it was her. Yeah, no, I mean they should. Well, this the changing people. Thing it can get is really, really yeah, uh, story wise, it could be very mission confusing. Impossible. Yes. I mean, you'd be so confusing. You almost need to watch, listen to a podcast just yeah, to understand right. what's going on. Almost. Yeah. No, I thought this episode was good. I think the show is good. I'm still. I think it can take another leap forward. I think it can become a better show, but I don't know how yet. I want to see what they do with it. I'm, it's the layers. It's got to be. They setting up, and they're gonna just give me uh, give us a bunch of reveals. Like, oh my god, I gotta go watch this episode again because, you know. Or I got to go watch this movie again or something like that. I would love that. We'll love it. Earlier, we forgot to talk about how Vera, Mrs. Nick Fury, she was talking about how she, she had gotten a phone call. So we're not sure what side she's on, what how she's working out. And she that happened. a phone call from Rhodey. At, uh, well, that comes at the end oh, here. Oh. That's what we're talking about. And she's talking to Gravik and Gravik's not there. So, so she's in contact with Gravik. She Gravic. goes to the security box to get a gun. Yes, and that What's is your a, theory. The gun is showing one of two things: either it's Fury, she's showing Fury, she's on his side, or she's jumping back in the game, or what? I'm not 100 percent sure. Why what did you she think. go to the security box to get the gun? Why did she didn't have a gun someplace else? But we'll see. Well, my theory, my my quick theory on that: this is in England. You can't have guns in England, so it's in a safety deposit box. Yeah, that's no? too much. I think in this world they can. Why, have, they why have guns. is it in a safety deposit box? I don't know. It's it's is it's it a more special of a, gun. It's a significance that she's saying I'm back in. You know, this gift that he gave me, or is it but something why in the security the safety? Deposit or maybe box? that maybe there's somebody watching it that's with Gravik, so that's showing yeah. a sign. I like that. The, I like my England theory. You can't have guns, so they put it in there so you can, she can get it whenever she needs. So I'm reading online that people are like, they're not sure who the man on the phone is there when he's the one, yeah, well, you're talking to me. But it's clearly Don Cheadle talking. Clearly. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, no, no. We don't know if it's Don Cheadle talking. It could be Don Cheadle's voice, but we see in this episode how they can change their voices. So it could well, have been anyone on the that's, phone. Well, yeah, you see, you can't, you can't, right? that's the problem. Uh, the, in, earlier in the episode, Fury informs Talos that he says, hey, I got a lead on a rebel scroll that is high up in the U.S. government and he's in London right now. So maybe that is Rhodey. Maybe we're going to find out that it's actually Terrence Howard. That's how it made the change. Oh, that back would be now. just the best. <laughs> it, it, it turns out to be Harrison Ford. Yes. But that's what I'm saying. It sounds like Rhodey. It could be anyone on the other line. That could be Gravik she's talking to. Yes. Yeah. It, that, that's the part we, we have to kind of... That, it's it's, it's the trickiness to. of having... And you're you're you have a race of characters who can change appearance, have powers, and change their voice, 
and they and they utilize it in the episode, but then they don't utilize it at other points without giving a reason to say, oh, we're doing it on the phone and this phone, you know, recognizes real voices or not. And so well, they did it on this. They did it with the sub by saying they need the, the abort code. And so that was their way of doing it. Cause like, why don't you just change the voice? Cause I don't have the code and they got really lucky by guessing the code, but I mean, your passwords, your son's names. Mm, and actually it's his name that get the kid. I use that same one. Oh, there is mention also in this episode of, uh, Dracoff. Dracoff, who is from Black, Black Widow, Widow movie, yes. So his that was in the past. It was in the it was in the flashback scene. They were talking about trying to track down Dracoff. Uh, that that's when Fury was de-aged yet again. And yeah, that's no, how, do so, think, how do you think the actor gra- uh, who plays Gravik is doing? Kingsley Ben. Great, no, he's right. He's he 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 shows the intensity when he needs to, but he also shows this calmness for a lot of times. He's got a very distinct look, so he stands out in a great in great. You know, yeah, presence and his face and everything. So let me give in, you. He was in six episodes of uh, the OA in season two. That makes sense. He was the octopus. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's my theory. This is a general theory based on nothing, and no one else has said it yet. But help me out here if you buy this or not. So in the comics, at the end, coming out of nowhere, the person who stops the scrolls, even though the humans do all the all the superheroes do this, is the Crusader, the Green Goblin, Norman Osborn. He comes in and he kills it. And consequently, because of that, he can, gets rises to power in the U.S. government. He makes, he's, he's got, he's in charge of the Dark Avengers. There's a whole storyline that goes on after that, which is excellent. But it's kind of like, oh my gosh, they did that. And I'm not saying they're going to do it in here, but if they were to go that route, here's what I think you could do, Joel. You do not obviously go, well, we're not going to introduce Norman Osborn right here at the end of this. But you know who we've already introduced in the show? We've already introduced... Uh, the president in episode one. And we know the president is going to be coming back in a couple episodes. Uh, Dermot Morrell, whatever the, the actor's name is. So who do we know who's going to be the president in future movies? Well, Everett Ross. Potentially. No. Not Everett Ross. Um, Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross. Ross. <laughs> is Everett Ross and Thunderbolt Ross? Are no, they related? No. Okay. So <laughs> episode, <Martha? laughs> episode six, episode <laughs> six happens here and they need to have somebody step in for the green goblin role so harrison ford has shot a nobody knows sequence here at the end so he shoots and kills or does something that then puts him into position of power into presidency so the next time we see him in captain america brave new world which he's already shot Mm -hmm. his stuff too he's going to be shooting stuff for thunderbolts once the writer strike if it ever ends that's what he's going to do so what if he did shoot something for that it's a stretch. I don't know. I mean, no, he, could be, he could be vice president at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But this would be the point would be like, oh, my God, Harrison Ford's at the end of this. And now it's leading to the next movie, which, you know, draw attention sure. to that. I just thought that would be kind of be, a fun I think it thing. should be the Crusader should be coming here. And the Crusader who is a scroll and he lived on Earth and he really likes Earth and all that. And then Keep I watched going. a great video on the Crusader. I was like, who is this character? What an interesting concept. No idea. He was the one who saw Hank Pym as a because he knew Hank Pym was a, uh, a scroll before anyone else okay yeah. I mean, you're going down a path that i cannot oh. i don't know what you're talking well, about and stuff. it's a long it's a yeah, it's not a major That's thing fair. that i remember so i was sure so that brings us up to date now hopefully we will have episode four by itself so we can sure. do this four or five and six but uh, appreciate you your uh, your patience with us getting out uh late on two but hopefully we're a little early on three <laughs> so 
<laughs> Nothing can go wrong now. Yes, from here on out, it's smooth sailing. Coming up next on the feed will be the next Something with Secret Invasion, and also we are going to be recording something for a little, just a short conversation about the Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny that will be available for our patron listeners. And uh, that's it. Wow, that brings us, we, we talked about two episodes. I think we covered a lot of stuff. If we missed anything, please let us know. Oh, we and I can't believe stuff. we stayed on track for 90% of this. There was 10% that we missed. You want to talk about Mayans somewhere? Vikings? No time. <laughs> and as I say no time, I'm Jerry. I'm Joel. We'll talk to you next time.